John, I have some disappointing news for our listeners this week. You forgot to bring any drinks? Number one, I'm a little sick again during the recording session, so I'm probably not going to shout at you that much. Aww. Um, I know I said I wasn't going to shout last week, and then I started off by shouting at you before you even done anything. Definitely true. Not going to shout at you, really, because I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit sick. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number two, Mm -hmm. some sad news for the Being Jim Davis community. Our cat, Louie, has been missing for over a week now. We're really... Oh, no. I know. I'm really upset about it. He... Sometimes he goes off like that and shows, you know, he'll come back eventually. But this is the longest he's ever been gone, and I'm worried about the little guy. And I hope he's safe wherever he is. Should... I mean, should we be doing a podcast? I mean... Maybe you should be out looking for him. John, I'm getting the word out now. If anyone has seen oh. Louie, he's a, he's a smallish black cat. Um, he likes scratching and biting people. He has a very fluffy tummy. Very he like soft, being scratched? Very my soft, fluffy tummy with just a little bit of white in there. Just a little white. He's wearing a blue collar. He's Aww. microchipped and everything. If you see Louie, you're going to hmm. want to email... Lost cat at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, what if what if my cat goes missing? And then then we're going to want to email John at beingjimdavis.com because those forward directly to you. J O N, okay. not J O H N. Um, yeah, that's some sad news. John, the the final, saw... you know, go on. No, I'm really I'm really dismayed to hear that. Yeah, I'm disappointed too. Now he might he might show back up again you never know with louis like he sometimes sometimes he will just disappear for like a week and then show back up i think he i think there's some other houses that he'll hang out at like people take him in okay and he just chills with them for a while so he's disappeared for up to a week before yeah yeah we're up to like a week and a half and that is the longest he has ever been gone he may Mm. reappear but I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit. I'm. I have a sense of foreboding, John. Hmm. Now, mind you, I've had a sense of foreboding since, since November. November fourth, yeah, 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 true. But fourth, whenever, whatever. I mean, honestly, like the foreboding was started before November. It's not like it's not like October. You're like everything's cool. Nothing bad's sure. going to happen. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it was until, well, yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to dig up old, old being Jim Davis wounds. Yeah. No, but I, I, I have a bad feeling about this one. I am concerned, like if he gets picked up by ice, are his papers in order, you know? Um, right. Or ISIS. Mm-hmm. Or ISIS. He could be recruited by ISIS. Um, I don't I'm worried about the little guy. Maybe he'll come back, you know? Like when you have a cat and you let it outdoors, you know that you're it's a gamble. Right. And and you're figuring quality of life. Like you know that on average that cat's not gonna live as long, but the quality of the cat's lived experience will be superior because kitties love to go outside and kill small animals. That's why I go outside. Uh, <laughs> to 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 cap to capture. Didn't expect that. Didn't expect that twist at the end there. <laughs> to capture, torture, and kill small animals. We know that about you. 
to to you know to improve my quality of life. You know, I sure I'd live long of life. life. I stayed indoors twenty four seven. It's true, but uh, you know, um, sometimes you want to let your freak flag run around. I don't know. I mean, I think for your own is. good, I think you should be confined to your home. Um, Padded cell. Yeah. You know, a diet of, of Yukonuba or Hills Science Diet, you know, one of those. They mm. still make Iams cat food. Yeah, but it's awful. Whiskus. Fancy feast. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's like friskies, you know. Oh, yeah. Is it? Do, yeah. Is it? I, th- I feel like Iams was one of the early gourmet health cat food options. Like before Hills Science Diet and Yukonuba were a thing. Like when there was like all your other options were like meow mix. I think it's bigger than that, isn't it? Like a conglomerate. I'm sure they have different lines. Maybe so. Maybe it's probably expanded since then. I um, this is slightly off topic, but there was a brand of cat food in Australia called Snappy Tom, which I think was like a brand of cat tuna. They had a great little jingle on the TV. The cats of Australia have made their choice. Snappy Tom, Snappy Tom. Don't remember the rest. Uh, I liked the the notion that the cats of Australia had been given one choice about what sort of cat food to eat for the rest of eternity. Fortunately, Chris, you don't have to remember because there will be a link to that YouTube video in the show notes. It's possible. Uh, well, hang on. Let me double check. I'm not sure it is possible. I mean, it might just be a link to me singing, The cats of Australia have made their choice. Snappy Tom. Yeah, if you could, uh, could snappy Tom. Maybe to like a. Seems unlikely. You know, like a. Like a. Like a. Like a hip, real hip ukulele. Yeah, I mean, chord progression. Hip and ukulele go together, you know, like hammer and tongs. Um, exactly. Uh, like M, C, and hammer. Yes, like an M and a C. Uh, I guess. I guess I also have to apologize for li- listeners for really phoning it in this week in terms of drinks, John. I'm just gonna jump right into this. I'd like to apologize for phoning it in in terms of this entire podcast. No, no. But... The rest of the podcast is top notch. But drinks, I, I got a mug of uh, Bigelow brand French vanilla black tea, a little bit of cream in it. Um, got my orange sippy cup of water. I've got a uh, lime LaCroix, a second lime LaCroix, a lemon LaCroix, and a second lemon LaCroix. And then, John, I've got a little demi-tasse cup of um, uh, decaf espresso. And that's oh, it. Not, uh, that's, that's it. That's, 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 lit- that's, not, that's it. That's not vinegar? I feel like I'm basically naked right now. I have so few drinks to drink. I wasn't going to say anything, but yes, you are literally naked. Um, well, I guess it falls on me to uh, raise the bar. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, w- it won't be hard. It won't be hard no, to I, raise the bar higher than I kind of half-assed it this week, too, honestly. I've got... It might be time a... to start skipping the drinks roundup again. I mean... I, See if we get complaint maybe emails this, of complaint. Maybe this segment has run its course, you know? It's you know? possible. Like, you got to leave the people wanting more, Chris. I don't think um, that's a thing that will ever happen with this podcast. But... Uh, yeah, got a got a got a travel mug of ice water. Yeah, that's the that's the famous metal travel mugs you got from Barb. 
got a got a backup bottle of uh, tap water. Is that is that uh, uh, is that a Voss brand bottle uh, though? Yes, it is. But, but it's, it's filled yeah, with tap water. But it's filled with tap water. Classy, classy. Got move. A, uh, John, the tap water in Portland is very good. It's fine. Got a Campari on the rocks. Nice. Uh, I have a Hefeweizen. Uh huh. Yep. In a uh, centipede pint glass with an orange in it. I'm confirming everything he said. And uh, then I have a, a just a just just a bottle of beet kvass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that I might, sounds. I don't nice. know. I might mix that with the Campari. I'll see how that you could do. Works out. Well, I mean, I think we're about done here. All right. Well, uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Um, hang on. Um, we should probably talk about Garfield. We should we yeah. talk about Garfield some? Yeah, no, we can do that. I'm, I'm still. I'm look, John. You sound a little bit resigned, as if you're just going through the motions. I am excited to be talking with you about Garfield this week, today, and every day of every week for <laughs> presumably the next thirty-eight plus years. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want to bop. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal high deal, bar wheel, stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the world's most melodious podcast. Mm hmm. I can't believe I went with that one after, after, after taking like two minutes. Yeah, I'm refreshing the page trying to find a good one. I went with that one. Both surprised and disappointed. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's August twenty seventh, nineteen hundred and seventy nine. We are looking at the 435th ever episode of Garfield. True. For today, on the date that I said. What happens in this one, huh? John, on this day, the 27th of August, 1979, happy birthday, Jeremy. You're not born yet in 1979, but... It's less than a year. And look, just happy birthday. It's a a pre-birthday. Happy birthday. In this Garfield, a joke nearly occurs. Well, let's get right down to it, okay? Would that be okay? All right. Yeah, it's fine with me. And John, as I mentioned before we started, I really have not read this one yet. Going in blind. I'm excited to uh, witness you read it in real time. Who are all these characters? I have no (laughs) idea what to think. Well, uh, maybe one of them will uh, address the other one, mm. and we, we will can learn only hope. We the can name of at least only one. Only hope. Panel one, mm-hmm. Chris. We have a orange tabby cat. Yeah. In a rectangular open-faced box of some sort. Uh huh. With a with a light blue blankie with over a him. Light light blue blankie over it. The same the same color as the shirt upon the second individual who is a man who is very excited mm-hmm. and he's saying say you look like you want to go jogging this morning 
Garfield. Mm, now, John, who? that must be the Tabby Cat. Okay, cat's name. Uh, that's what yeah. I was going to ask. Who this Garfield was? Um, yeah, okay, I'm going to. What st- is the man's name? Well, let's 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 read on. Let's wait. Let's see what what Garfield calls him. I'm going to stop playing dumb here. The man okay. is obviously none other than John Arbuckle, uh, Garfield's longtime deuteragonist. Um. Garfield thinks in reply, and listeners, if you're wondering, hey, is this Stan Calpo? No, it's not. Garfield's on the left. John is on the right. Uh, though Garfield is in his bed on the counter. Um, <laughs> well, I yeah, or there's get... a trench dug into yeah, the floor Yeah, I mean, they're both, is, possible. Yeah. they're both possible. They're both possible. Equally possible. Yeah. yeah. We have no way of judging between those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Garfield is... You're not convinced of Proposition A. That true. means Proposition B is true. That's the law of the excluded middle. That's right. Um, Garfield is thinking in response, you are wrong, sweat sock breath. So, John, um, I'm going to correct myself. I, I apologize for misleading the listeners. This is not John Arbuckle. It is a new character named sweat sock breath. <laughs> Can I tell you that I misread this initially as sweet sock breath? <laughs> Which I think weird. is much funnier. What is a sweet sock? I don't know. There was that time that Garfield like, accidentally <clears throat> ate John's athletic socks thinking they could were be, a pastry. It could be like a like a wistful, like, oh, good night, sweet sock breath, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's what um, you say when sweet sock breath is dying. Right. Yeah. Um... Whatever. It's hard to know. Yeah. Sweat Sock Breath is a weird name for Garfield to be calling John Arbuckle. The implication being that John Arbuckle has been eating sweat socks? I guess. I guess. I I, I take it as Garfield is smelling the socks that, that John has already put on. Like, John... Maybe John did not wash his sweat socks after the last time he went jogging. But why would they be on his breath? Uh, you got me. Opening I think my Garfield's just being a dick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's for sure. That's for sure. Right. He could just say, no, thank you. <laughs> um... Yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway, panel two, we get a nice tight shot of Garfield, and he he's looking directly at the reader now and thinking, John Arbuckle out of the shot, presumably off jogging. Garfield <laughs> thinks, jogging is fine for some people, I suppose. Ellipses. Which is, it's really weird that he says the word ellipses. It is odd, yes. Yeah. Panel three, mm-hmm. same exact shot, mm-hmm. although now his head has, is lowered significantly. Yeah. His jowls are now resting right up on the lip of the bed there. Yeah. And it's like it's like he's, he's really sunk into this uh, just depression. Yeah, he really yeah. looks down. And his thought bubble contains these words. But I've never been that crazy... About the dry heaves. Okay. A couple things about this strip, John. Number one, don't care for it. Don't enjoy like it this is a this is Jim Day I've noticed Jim Davis doing this recently. Uh 
it's one of those strips where there's a supposed joke in both panels one and three. Like mm. uh, the well, you're yeah, wrong but sweat the panel one is like like it's, a witty it's, retort. It's just a quick jab. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then and then the coup de gras comes in panel three. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I find those that that sort of strip generally pretty disappointing. It's like the the two jokes combined, the effect of them is less than that of a single joke. Well, okay, but let's let's discuss this format innovation a little bit a little bit further here because okay. I feel like this is a formula that would come to be fairly standard in the industry. Like I, I can think of like, I guess it's, it's more of a Sunday thing, really strongly you know? disagree. Like you have your, you, oh, I you see have what your you main storyline. I see what you mean. And then, and then at the beginning, like there's a quick one liner, mm-hmm. you know, like, and Garfield definitely does this on Sundays and Calvin and Hobbes even does it. Yeah, I think in a lot of cases uh, that was a requirement of the Sunday format because it gave. Oh, really? the, I think it gave the newspapers two possibilities. They could run it with you know in a larger size with that mm. sort of one-off, or they could rearrange the panels such that it runs uh, in a smaller size without it, like to squeeze more oh. comics in there. Yeah. Uh, I I may be incorrect about that. I know um, Bill Watterson, author and artist of Calvin and Hobbes. Um, in artist. one of his, what, what is uh, um, in one of his farewell what was that word? Author and artist. Artist. Okay, I don't know why you're stopping me there, but okay. In one of his farewell books, no, because it, okay, because no, no. Let's let's definitely let's definitely focus on the fact that I said artist. Go on. No, because we because we don't we don't know what an artist is because we do a podcast about Garfield. Okay, well, that was the joke. Let's 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 continue to explain that. I don't right. remember what I was saying now. I feel like I, I I thought I thought you you were thinking I was casting shade on Bill Waterson, which is exactly the opposite of what I was trying to do. Uh, no, I thought I must have mispronounced the word or something. Um. I, I, I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah, I think Watterson went on a diatribe about the strictures of the Sunday format uh, that he was forced to stick to for a long time, and then eventually, like he had enough. Um, uh, I think he had enough pull with the industry that he he got to uh, dictate the terms under which Calvin Hobbes would be presented in the Sunday format. Uh, I, I look, I couldn't get into all the specifics. I don't know why we're talking about this. Okay, all right. Uh, moving on. But but I think in Garfield, it's so far, it's been a typical um, three-panel setup where, like, John Arbuckle says something to Garfield in panel one. Garfield has a wise-ass response in panel one. <laughs> and then Garfield sort of ruminates on what John had said or the conversation continues. Mm-hmm. And the big punchline comes along in panel three. Um so do you think do you think that John is still standing there and the, and and that like the entirety of the second two panels is is like all happening in in an instant inside Garfield's brain? John, I wouldn't deign to speculate on the way time passes inside Garfield's brain. Um I'm just saying, like this, uh, this is a format we've seen before. Uh Thursday, August 23rd is 1979 is a, is a prime example. Uh, for you know, listeners who are who are looking backwards, um, whatever. I'm not fond of this format. I don't think it has been effective. 
The thing that I think is worth discussing <laughs> is, as you pointed out... And we're out of time! No, Garfield... Go, go ahead. Garfield seems quite depressed in panel three and it makes me to one wonder if he's in denial if actually a good a jog would do him some good hmm yeah i my first thought was like oh this isn't very funny Mm -hmm. and then i thought well okay all right let's pretend it's not a comic strip Uh let's pretend it's just a conversation you know maybe between between a person and a cat a couple of people that that know each other, you know, maybe in the workplace, uh-huh. maybe at school, you know, who, who, who who's to say? Yeah, who who am I to say? You're at the office. You it's come just a upon conversation. One and... of your coworkers who's sitting in a box on the table with a blanket over them, resting his or her jowls on the lip of the bed box structure uh-huh. for some reason, and I I, I don't know. I mean, like it. It doesn't feel like a joke in any sort of like traditional sense, but it does feel like like if this were regular dialogue, you know, in the real world, like that would be there would be a chuckle there. I uh, potentially. Yeah, no, I, I I don't I I you know, I believed that for like half a second and now I just Yeah, I mean I it's yeah, you had to be there, John. It was how you he said it. You had to be there. You had to be there at the water cooler when when Brian Cooley said it. Mm-hmm. See, to me Shout out to Brian Cooley. Hey, Brian. The thing I was thinking, I thought the direction you were going to go in was, if this were a real conversation between two people, um, it would actually be a depressing indication of, like, post-traumatic trauma in the way, like, I mean... What? uh, the, The Garfield character, if this were real... Is clearly sure. suffering from chronic depression uh, and listlessness. I mean, melancholy. Yeah, melancholia. Perhaps. That's all I'm saying. Like, y- you translate this into the real world, and it's it becomes sad. I mean, the implication is that jogging necessarily entails dry heaves which i don't know if that's no that's not the case look maybe we're overthinking this it's possible doesn't seem it doesn't seem likely there's a remote possibility that we're overthinking maybe uh, maybe it's just about a cat that doesn't like jogging you know i mean that's yeah perhaps so um i mean that could you know that could be a thing um well, you know what, Chris? You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. It's more than a podcast. It's a community. <laughs> you can support the show by leaving us one. a rave review on iTunes. Please visit our blog, www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can leave a comment or interact with us in a variety of manners. True. You can follow us on Twitter at Being Jim Davis. Follow me on Twitter at inscrutable taco and i'm at the chris winter thanks for listening to our program and we'll see you again tomorrow thank you for listening yeah did you did you forget your line there i did a little bit yeah i was i wasn't i wasn't looking at the script script and the script it says we'll catch you next time
Catch you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Uh, <laughs> we'll do this all again another time tomorrow. <laughs>